very excited to welcome in some friends of KWAM and friends of Memphis. Welcome by Fred Tappen, who is one of our weekend hosts, great, great guy, and Shelby County Commissioner Charlie Caswell. Welcome in, guys. Yes, sir. Good to good be here. Good morning. Good morning, man. So these are fun because I try to bring in people that love the city of Memphis. Sometimes they know each other. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> so do you guys know each other? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, yeah. Sir. Uh, I know of them in the past and the great work you've been doing for many years in the city. Yes, sir. Well, Commissioner and I'm met we were just talking about about 10 years ago we met through a mutual friend uh bob midget i was on the uh i was a part of of the memphis in the morning yeah that was the name of our show memphis in the morning and i was one of the hosts there and he was on the show all the time so we got a chance to meet them but we haven't really talks really since then yeah. i've seen all the great work that he's been doing yes, and, and and i offered him congratulations on his county commission seat but even back then, he was a community activist. He was out there doing the work, hmm. and I'm very, very proud of him and proud to know him. Thank you, sir. Commissioner, I apologize. I don't have my fact sheet in front of me. How yeah. long have you been serving on the commission? Uh, about 15, 16 months. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay, so how's it going? Uh, it's been exciting. It's, it's been, been Yeah, it's been exciting. The great work, you know, especially, as he said, being somebody that comes from the ground, doing the work, to be able to go upstream to make some impact, it's been exciting. Okay. Let's jump into a couple news stories affecting Memphians and Shelby Countyans, and then we'll jump into some fun topics. Uh, so last year, for the first time, Memphis and our history, there were 397 homicides, mm. and it broke a record. And unfortunately, Memphis is on track to have another record-breaking year of crime. If you look at the homicides around this time in 2023, 47 homicides this year we're already at 50 wreg caught up with some folks concerned about the crime and the urgency in addressing it here's what they had to say in cut 10. it doesn't seem that way from watching tv and the news i think it's up i still think it's up way up because uh uh they're not doing anything about it you know there are people getting their cars breaking into their everything and I don't think it's right. The mayor said that he was going to turn Memphis around. I want to see it. Mayor, if if you're going to do something and you're a new kid on the block, you need to do something about this stuff. That's why people are moving. So please, please, I beg you, do something about it. All right, so some folks trying to do something about this. This is on the city council side. They had a big forum with Police Chief C.J. Davis. Mm -hmm. She came before the city council in their committee meeting on Tuesday, and they had some questions about how we are responding to that crime. Take a listen to this compilation. It's not long. We'll get your response in Cut 16. So you've got to tell us what you need from us, if it's yeah. sheriff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I think this whole body expects to see this end. Like yesterday. But this type of behavior has got to be stopped. It cannot yeah. continue to be allowed on our streets. Or, colleagues, we're not going to have a city left uh, because these people, they are truly terrorizing our streets and scaring people to death. There's one gentleman, I don't know if you can see him, if you could zoom in. Standing Looks like he's holding a weapon in his hand. So, yeah. is that not a crime? You are dealing with very smart, 
technical uh, youth and young adults that are very sharp. And they're on this term, I don't know if you all have heard, they're on this term called demon time. Mm -hmm. And so when they're on this term called demon time in the streets, when you're in the streets and you're with these, when, and, you, and you can go in the streets and you can hear them, but when they're on this demon time, it's no stopping them. But inconvenience, inconvenience them and make it hard. I'm looking at, it looks like dozens and dozens of cars here. Um, and if we only arrested one of them, well, you know, I, I get it. They probably scatter, but we need to be at least arresting one person, you know? All right. And that was pretty bipartisan. Mm -hmm. What do we do? Yeah. Stop them on their demon time. On their demon time. And, and that's real. And that's real. I know, again, coming from the community, uh, I have, I've seen it. I work with a lot of these young people yesterday in my public safety ad hoc committee. So I had young people voices. I had the Memphis Allies. I had the 901 blocks, the lifelines to success, those career violence initiatives there as well, speaking to what these young people are doing. I, I often say, Pastor, and being, it's, it's that, it's the old African proverbs that when the children don't feel embraced by the village, they'll burn it down to feel the warmth. I think that we're That's at right. that place because we have went for so long of not embracing divorce. Two years in the pandemic of already being physical abuse, emotional abuse, and I had to sit in that. So it's a only amount of time for that volcano to erupt. And I think that what we are seeing is that eruption in part. Yeah. Well, and I wholeheartedly agree with, with Commissioner. I think my problem, Commissioner, is <clears throat> the lack of response. Mm -hmm. um, now, I, I know an officer, MPD, and there were approximately around 300 people out there that night. And we're talking about when off airways. Right off, well, it mm -hmm. was actually on airways yeah. right underneath the, 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 the runway. Mm -hmm. And so th they stopped traffic there. Mm -hmm. And so I was asking this officer friend of mine, why? Did you guys not intervene? Mm -hmm. He said, according to administration, mm -hmm. they are not allowed. He said that if we were to intervene, it could cost us our job. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what we were told. Now, I don't know what yeah. she told you guys. Yeah. But I this is from boots on the ground. Right, and and I hear that as well, but we see that because just the other day when they intervened, when the young girls and the young man in Ferrari right. stole their car and right. they ran to the pole and the young person died. Right. And so you have these type of incidents, and sadly, if they, and I've seen them do it, where they came in on Austin P one day, they tried to shut it down in, in my community, and when they police came swooping in, they started taking off, and innocent person cars got boom, boom, hit. They don't curl. Like yeah. she said, when they on demon time, there's a on Facebook it's a club called uh under twenty one. Uh I forgot what it's called. Club twenty one. These right. are young people that's saying they're not gonna make it to twenty one. So they already know they on demon time. They right. they expected right. to right. die. So they don't care who they take with them. So sadly. Well it's interesting because I was watching that committee meeting with the city council and there seems to be a shift in urgency with at least some of our city council and mm -hmm. Shelby County commissioners mm -hmm. where before the narrative has kind of been, well, a lot of these young people are just terrified of law enforcement. And mm -hmm. you had some pretty progressive city council members saying they're not scared of anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you have officers showing up and not arresting them, what message does that send to these young people? I, I think this is one of the, the scariest situations that we're facing now. And Commissioner, you can chime in on this. Mm -hmm. We're seeing more and more emboldened crimes 
They just stole another police car mm-hmm. in Germantown. In Germantown. Yeah, in Germantown. One of ours. It was, it was mm-hmm. one of ours, a detective car. Mm-hmm. They've broken into the, the to the uh, to CJ's CJ Davis car, stole her her gun. Mm-hmm. They've stolen several across the couple of, last year and a half. Or so they've stolen several police cars. Yeah. And so what's happening is, I believe, is they're losing respect for law enforcement. Mm-hmm. If they're losing respect for law enforcement, yeah, what chance do we have? Right. The, the the lumping proletariat of people in this city, what chance do we have if they've lost respect for the law law enforcement here in the city? That's why, and and I know I've got a lot of people that don't agree with me. I think we need a shock to the system. I think we need some help. Yeah. Whether it's through the the, the highway patrol uh, through through the National Guard, something to shock this city back into normalcy. If my heart is in atrial fibrillation, fibrillation they shock it back mm-hmm. to a regular beat. Then we can start to really work on some of this. Right now, things are so out of control. It's hard to get a hold of this situation. Yeah. And so that's that's just how I feel. I'm very frustrated mm-hmm. and, and scared for my family and, yeah. and, and the people in the sure. city. All right, let's... Let's get in one more headline real quick before we scoot to break. We'll come back and talk about it more. Um, there's more trouble involving the Shelby County Courts Clerk or Shelby County Clerk's Office. This time, it could affect the entire county budget, which you know more than anybody, Commissioner, was not easy to get to. Of course, this is funding for Regional One, building a couple more schools. Um, report comes out by, and we have some of this information um, submitted. Inaccurate revenue reports for at least three months. The clerk did. Um, A county commissioner, and you guys got briefed by this yesterday, Mm -hmm. and we have this. This is County Clerk Regina Newman with some of this reporting. Take a listen and cut 11. We do not have reports from the county clerk that are accurate all the way back to July. They are looking into the situation and attempting to get the information we need in order to um, accurately report what the wheel tax increase is bringing in. So I have been in, in communication with the comptroller's office about what to do about that and how they want me to handle it. All right. And that's the county trustee, not the county clerk, Regina Newman. Okay, thank <laughs> yeah. you, thank yeah, yeah. you. So, because uh, I know she don't want to get confused <laughs> on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I but, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah but to that point, I, I say this is that, so what we do know is that every night the money gets swept into the trustee. So the trustee gets the money as the banker. The, 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 the issue that is at hand is, is that when she's not properly turning her reports in to say what line item those things supposed to go to, the trustee cannot report to the finance, chief financial officer where these dollars actually go. So, yes, it makes it hard for us to give an honest insight into the budget if we don't know what line the money in. They gave us a report the other day, but I said, how can we trust this report if we don't know where these line items really supposed to line up with? So uh, those things are uh, needed to be addressed. I know after wow. that, after that meeting, the trust, the clerk did send us over months of reports showing mm-hmm. that she sent in the reports. So we have our finance people looking through it now to see if these are adequate and why this is not what the trustee have. So, so is it that she <laughs> did not or did send in the revenue reports or that they were inaccurate? Like the ones she sent over after the commission meeting yesterday where this all got brought to light. Are those ones accurate? Because you kind of need to know if they're accurate, if you can build a hospital and this is all compounded. Right. 
Well, I'm going to say this. So if we're at this point where the trustees should be getting accurate reports is that now it is in the hands of the prosecutor. I'm the person who's looking into it from Chattanooga. Or mm-hmm. I forgot the name. I'm sorry. But also the comptroller. District office, Attorney Womp. Womp. Yes. To, uh, and then the comptroller also who is looking into this matter. So they're going to have to dig deep for us. And, and those requests have went to them so that they can because that's who – really can hold it accountable because you got to give them the accurate, accurate reports. Has the county mayor Lee Harris seen this yet? <laughs> He's going to be fired up because, as you know, Fred, this yeah. has been one thing after another. I'll give you the last word well, before uh, we go to break. Well, they've definitely been at odds. I, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So basically, she was kind of sending a g- general numbers mm-hmm. without line items. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen what the trustee was uh-huh. getting, but I know what she sent us yesterday did have line items. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Commissioner, what? I mean, we've been going through this for what two years now. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, what? What are your feelings on this? I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm lost for words. Yeah, I am too. At this, this point. also is bipartisan. Yeah. yeah. Where you have yeah. Republicans and yeah. Democrats, <laughs> kind of like, okay, we've given you 14 chances. <laughs> when is enough? Yeah, I, I think that the, you're exactly right. I mean, we had a place that all of us again want to be fair about this and came in. So as new commissioners, we came in and said, okay, maybe the last commission was missing, p- picking on you. So we did. You know, extend all the branches, but then if we this deep in, something got to give. So yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna leave it there. We did it. We got through two hard news <laughs> items, and then we'll come back, have some more fun. They're sticking around, and I hope you will too as well. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Happy Friday, everybody, and want to welcome back our Friday with Friends panelists. Shelby County Commissioner Charlie Caswell, as well as beloved friend of the show, host of his own show on Saturday, Fred Tappen. Do you guys have phones this morning? Do you have uh, the access to call someone? Yeah, Were I, you I, all affected by that? I think it kicked in late yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. evening. Yeah. Um, fortunately, I have two phones. Actually, when I when I ran for state senate, uh, Commissioner, uh, one of my donors bought me a phone. Uh, that was his donation to the yeah. to the to the effort. And I just decided to keep it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have a, I have a, I have a phone on two different, uh, on two different uh, uh, phone with fo- two different phone companies. Yeah. And so one was working, mm-hmm. and one wasn't. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out what was going on, and yeah. so I looked it up on the on the web, and it man, it had like a, a million messages about what was going on. So. Yeah. Uh, I, but we do have service right now. That's yeah. good. Yeah. You know, the conversation since then has been how dependent we are on our cell phones. And there was this Gallup oh, poll that boy. I thought was really interesting. Uh, it, it found that most people in America still believe that their smartphone has increasingly significantly um, improved their life. But also the, surge, uh, the survey suggested that most Americans still believe that they can inconvenience them and that it was like 70% of Americans sleep with their cell phone. Mm-hmm. It is the first thing they touch when they wake up in the morning. Uh-oh. I know I'm getting out of that. my house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I started looking. Oh, no, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a bad thing. Wow. I mean, you have, you have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six of them. <laughs> so, yeah. my gosh, you, you have these kids that are obviously going to want a phone right, conversation. Right. And I guess the question is, when is too soon to give those kids a phone? Yeah. I'm curious about that. Mm. I, I, that's a debate me and my wife have. You know, I say this, Dad, when I, when many times taking the phone from my kids as a punishment, right. it's like they stop breathing, right? <laughs> 
I felt that way a little bit yesterday. I was like, oh, Lord, I can't call nobody. But, right, right, uh, right. And, and now calls coming in. But, no, it. I think, and my wife, we just gave our 11-year-old phone, and I said it was too early. She said, but she knew how to work it since she was five years old. So, right, I, you right. know, I think you know, it, that's that's a debate. But right now, smartphones, phones are, because my children use it to Google and do their homework right, and all exactly, that stuff as exactly. well. So, it's, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah it is. It you is. know, okay, wanted to ask you about this, because there is a new house built. And I'm sure some of my friends would be very excited about this. It would raise the minimum wage in the state of Tennessee from $7 an hour, $7 and a quarter to $20 if it passes. Mm -hmm. Now, will it pass? Probably not. Here is Gloria Johnson, one of the people writing this bill. Here's what she had to say. Cut six. We are behind. People are struggling to keep the lights on and keep food on the table. Do I think it will pass? I don't have a lot of hope. So the reporter then went and talked to a couple different Tennesseans reacting to this law. Take a listen and cut seven. I just see everything going up. You know, the gas prices are going to end up going up. Uh, it's just going to affect the economy in a bad way. Independent nonprofit Good Jobs Institute says there are many businesses that have already set their own minimum wage and more than double the federal minimum. I think it's very good, but 16 is still not a lot. 16 mm-hmm. for a minimum wage? I yeah. would have been wow. thrilled. Yeah. What do you make of that? Now, I know we, me and my wife, we have a driving school, so we started instructors off with $25 an hour. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and even with the nonprofit that I ran before running for office, I started people off at $15 an hour because I knew the com- community that they live in, the home values was going up, couldn't afford it, right? So, we had to find other ways to try to help these families out. So, I think a lot of the gas price, a lot of things been going up, even when, even though the fact that minimum wage haven't went up. So, we have to have some real discussions and decisions about that. We can't keep people living in poverty and then expect for things to change all right fred do you think Um, what do you make of it my sentiments exactly um i think i think she used twenty dollars as a negotiation tool knowing that they're going to negotiate it down some Mm -hmm. i think probably where the national many of the national the other states are about fifteen sixteen dollars or something like that i think that's where it'll trickle down to Mm -hmm. but yes how in the world can our federal Minimum wage still be seven dollars. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You you'll be homeless. Mm-hmm. You would be homeless on the street making seven dollars and twenty five cents. Tennessee hour. is currently one of twenty states that have that minimum wage set at the federal minimum. That's which it. for some people that might be shocking. It is still seven twenty five. So are those other states in the South or do it tell? Um, I would have to pull some statistics by right. the U.S. Department of Labor. Yeah. Good homework assignment for the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Washington State has the highest minimum wage of any state at $16.28. Right, right. That right. is a progressive state. I don't see in Tennessee where we get $3 past that at No, no, no. I, like I said, I think it's a negotiating a, a negotiation number that they know it's going to come down. I hope it would come down no, no further than around 15 bucks an yeah. hour because I have, you know, kids and I pastor a church and we got a lot of people that there that are there that are not making that type of money and they are struggling mm-hmm. even our teachers I have to yeah. share this with you very quickly uh again I, I work at, at at LC elementary and we have teachers that have part-time jobs mm-hmm. they're making a teacher's salary and still can't make ends meet right and a lot of teachers are working part-time jobs just to make ends meet so we definitely need to look at that and see where it needs to be. Yeah, and like you were saying with your driving school, there are businesses, Target, for example, Starbucks, 
they're not following the minimum wage rule. Like mm-hmm. I know, uh, I believe it's Target. They started mm-hmm. sixteen dollars an hour. Yeah, Starbucks right. right around there as well. So Walmart, Walmart also. We, we have a we have a, a manager at Walmart at our church, and they start around sixteen dollars an hour also. Oh, like a carton of eggs now is seven dollars exactly. and twenty five yeah. cents. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's one hour of work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, that's right. Not, <laughs> Just to have breakfast. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. It flies, doesn't it? Yes, sir. definitely. Crazy definitely. that it's already 30 minutes past the hour. Thank you both for dropping by. We'll get you back on soon. Thank you. Sir. Thank you.